Chapter One of Select Conversations with an Uncle, now extinct, and two other reminiscences. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Graham Scott, Cheltenham, England. Select Conversations with an Uncle, now extinct and two other reminiscences by h g wells of conversation and the anatomy of fashion this uncle of mine you must understand having attained by the purest accident some trifles of distinction and a certain affluence in south africa came over at the earliest opportunity to london to be photographed and lionized he took to fame easily as one who had long prepared in secret he lurked in my chambers for a week while the new dress suit was a-making his old one i really had to remonstrate against and then we went out to be admired during the week's retirement he secreted quite a wealth of things to say appropriate remarks on edibles on music on popular books on conversation off-hand little things jotting them down in a notebook as they came into his mind for he had a high conception of social intercourse and the public expectation he was ever a methodical little gentleman and all these accumulations that he could not get into his talk he proposed to put away for the big volume of reminiscences that was to round off his life at last he was a mere conversational firework crammed with latent wit and jollity and ready to blaze and sparkle in fizzing style as soon as the light of social intercourse should touch him but after we had circulated for a week or so my uncle began to manifest symptoms of distress he had not had a chance people did not seem to talk at all in his style where do the literary people meet together george i am afraid you have chosen your friends ill surely those long-haired serious people who sat round my joke like old cats round a beetle what is it were not the modern representatives of a salon those abominable wig-makers eccentrics who talked journalistic shop and posed all over that preposterous room with the draperies those hectic young men who have done nothing except run down everybody don't tell me that is the literary society of london george where do they let off wit now george where do they sparkle i want to sparkle badly i shall burst george if i don't now really you know there are no salons now i suppose we turn all our conversation into copy or the higher education has eliminated the witty woman and my uncle became more and more distressed he said a lot of his good things to me which was sheer waste i became afraid i got him all the introductions i could pushed him into every lion's den i had access to but there was no relief i see what it is george said my uncle these literary people write themselves out they say nothing for private use their brains are weary when they come into company they get up in the morning fresh and bright and write 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 then when they are jaded they condescend to social intercourse it is their way of resting but why don't they go to bed no more clever people for me george let us try the smart perhaps among them we shall find smart talking still surviving allons george that is how my uncle came into collision with fashion how i came to take him to the fitz brilliance 
of course you have heard of the fitzbrilliants if you have not it is not their fault they are the smartest people in london always hard at work keeping up to date are the fitzbrilliants but my uncle did not appreciate them worse they did not appreciate my uncle he came to me again more pent up than ever and the thing i had feared happened he began to discourse to me it was about fashion with a decided reference to the fitzbrilliants and some reflections upon the alleys of literary ability and genius i had taken him through george said my uncle this fashion is just brand new vulgarity it is merely the regal side of the medal the highly fashionable and the absolutely vulgar are but two faces of the common coin of humanity struck millions at a time spin the thing in the light of wealth and i defy you as it whizzes from the illumination of riches to the shadow of poverty to distinguish the one stamp from the other you cannot say here the mode ends and there the unspeakable thing its counterpart has its beginning their distinction of mere position has vanished and they are in seeming as in substance one and indivisible my uncle was now fairly under way the fashionable is the foam on the ocean of vulgarity george cast up by the waves of that ocean and caught by the light of the sun it is the vulgar blossoming the flower it is of that earthly plant destined hereafter to run to seed and to beget new groves and thickets new jungles of vulgar things note george how true this is of that common property of the vulgar and fashionable slang the apt phrase falls and applause follows and then down it goes the essential feature of slang is words misapplied the essential distinction of a coarse mind from one refined an inability to appreciate fine distinctions and minor discords the essential of the vulgar good example misused first the fashionable get the apt phrase and bandy it about in inapt connections until even the novelty of its discordance has ceased to charm and thereafter it sinks down down fin de siècle and cliché have for instance passed downwards from the courts of the fashionable among journalists into the unspeakable depths below soon if not already fin de siècle gin and onions and haddock will be for sale in the whitechapel road and harriet will be calling billy a cliché-faced swine even so do ostrich feathers begin a career of glory at the drawing-room and the fashionable photographers and after endless redying come to their last pose before a hampstead camera on a bright bank holiday the fashionable and vulgar are after all but the expression of man's gregarious instinct every poor mortal is torn by the conflicting dreads of being commonplace and of being eccentric he and more particularly she is continually imitating and avoiding imitation trying to be singular and yet like other people in the exquisitely fashionable and in the entirely vulgar the sheep-like longing is triumphant and the revolting individual has disappeared the former is a mechanical vehicle upon which the new correct thing rides forth to extort the astonishment of men the latter a lifeless beer bearing its corrupt and unrecognisable remains away to final oblivion amidst universal execration it is curious to notice george that there has of late been a fashion in originality 
the commonplace has turned as it were upon itself and vehemently denied its identity so that people who are not eccentric have become rare and genius so far as it is a style of hairdressing and originality so far as it is a matter of etiquette or morals have become the habitual garments of the commonplace the introduction of the word bourgeois as a comminatory epithet into the english language by bourgeois writers writing for the bourgeois will remain a memorial for ever for the philological humorist to chuckle over if good resolutions could change the natures of men opinion has lately set so decidedly against the fashionable and the vulgar that their continued existence in this world would be very doubtful but the leopard cannot change his spots so easily while the stars go on in their courses until the cooling of the earth puts an end to the career of life and the last trace of his ancestral tendency to imitation disappears as the last man becomes an angel depend upon it george the fashionable will ever pursue this chimera of distinguished correctness and trail the inseparable howling vulgar in its wake forever chased like a dog with a tin can attached by the horror of its own tail thus my uncle he had said a few of his things it is possible his trick of talking like a disarticulated essay had something to do with his social discomfort but anyhow he seemed all the better for the release talking of tales george he said reminds me i noticed the men at the fitz brilliance had their coats cut well i should say just a half inch shorter here than this of mine your man is not up to date i must get the thing altered to-morrow chapter one